0: Six fellows were to stay on board. 13, including
1: silver, began to embark. Suddenly, I had a bad notion to go.
0: But the crew were murdered on the island that afternoon. Only an hour after we landed. Soon the party was organized. Six fellows were to stay on board. And 13 including silver began to embark. Suddenly, I had a mad notion to go ashore too. In a jiffy, I slipped over the sides. And curled up in the foresheets of the nearest boat. No one took notice of me. The crew was
1: right in the beach.
0: Just when I had been touched shore. I leaped out and I plunged into the nearest thicket. Behind me, I could hear John Silver's voice Hey, Jim! Give me, boy!
2: Hey, Jim! Jim.
0: Only an hour after we landed. Soon the party was organized. Six fellows were to stay on board, and thirteen, including Silver, began to embark. Suddenly, I had a mad notion to go ashore too. In a jiffy, I had slipped over the side. Held curled up in the foresheets of the nearest boat. No one just noticed of me. The crew was raised for the beach. Nelson and Adley touched shore, and I leaped out and plunged into the nearest thicket. Behind me, I could hear John Silver's voice. Hey, Jim! Jim,
2: my boy! Hey, Jim! Jim!
0: We have
3: about half past one, three bells in the sea phrase that the two boats went ashore from the Hispaniola. The captain, the squire and I were talking matters over in the cabin. Had there been a breath of wind, we should have fallen on the six mutineers who were left abroad with us, slipped our cable and away to sea. But the wind was wanting. And to complete our helplessness, down came Hunter with the news that Jim Hawkins had slipped into a boat and was gone ashore with the rest. This is it never occurred to us to doubt Jim Hawkins, but we were alarmed for his safety. With the men in the temper they were in, it seemed an even chance if we should see the lad again. We ran on deck. The pitch was bubbling in the seams. The nasty stench of the place turned me sick. If ever a man smelt fever and dysentery, it was in that abominable anchorage. The six scoundrels were sitting grumbling under a sail in the forecastle sure we could see the gigs made fast and a man sitting in each hard by where the river runs in. On. One of them was whistling Lily Bolero. Waiting was a strain and it was decided that Hunter and I should go ashore with the jolly boat in quest of information. The gigs had leaned to their right but Hunter and I pulled straight in in the direction of the stockade upon the chart. The two who were left guarding their boats seemed in a bustle at our appearance. Lily Bolero stopped off and I could see the pair discussing what they should do. Had they had gone and told Silver, all might have turned out differently, but they had their orders, I suppose, and decided to sit quietly where they were and hark back again to Lily Bolera. There was a slight bend in the coast, and I steered so as to put it between us. Even before we landed, we had thus lost sight of the gigs. I jumped out and came as near running as I durst, with a big silk handkerchief under my hat for coolness sake, and a brace of pistols ready, primed for safety. I'd not gone a hundred yards when I reached the stockade. This was how it was. A spring of clear water rose almost at the top of a knoll. Well, on the knoll, and then closing the spring, they clapped a stout log house fit to hold two score of people on a pinch, and loopholed for musketry on either side. All round this they'd cleared a wide space, and then the thing was completed by a paling six foot high, without door or opening, too strong to pull down without time and labour, and too open to shelter the besiegers. The people in the log house had them in every way. They stood quiet in shelter, and shot the others like partridges. All they wanted was a good watch and food, for, short of a complete surprise, they might have held the place against a regiment. What particularly took my fancy was the spring. For though we had a good enough place of it in the cabin of the Hispaniola, with plenty of arms and ammunition and things to eat, and excellent wines, there had been one thing overlooked, we had no water. I was thinking this over, when there came ringing over the island the cry of a man at the point of death. I was not new to violent death, I've served His Royal Highness the Duke of Cumberland and got a wound myself at Fontenoy, but I know my pulse went dot and carry one. Jim Hawkins is gone, was my first thought. It's something to have been an old soldier, but more still to have been a doctor. There's no time to dilly-dally at our work, and so now I made up my mind instantly, and with no time lost, returned to the shore and jumped on board the Jolly Boat. By good fortune, Hunter pulled a good oar. We, we made the water fly, and the boat was soon and alongside and I aboard the, the schooner. <igs> well, Uncle Sam says Jefferson D. Lili Balero, Uncle Sam, to join my confederacy, sea. Lili Balero, Uncle Sam.
4: Lero Lero, that I don't appear, that in a beer, says our uncle Sam. Lero Lero Philip Sarah, that on a beer, says our local Sam. So, Uncle Sam, just lay down your arms, Lily, Bolero, old Uncle Sam. And you shall hear my reasonable terms, Lily, Bolero, old Uncle Sam. Leer, oh, leer, oh, I'd like to hear, oh, I'd like to hear, says old Uncle Sam. Laird, oh, Laird, oh, Philly, but stare, oh, like oh, I'd like to hear, says old Uncle Sam.
5: The Protestant boys are loyal and true, stout-hearted in battle and stout-handed too. The Protestant boys are true to the last, and faithful and peaceful when danger has passed. And though they bear and proudly wear the colours that floated o'er many a fray. Where cannons were flashing and sabers were clashing, the Protestant boys still carried the day.
4: But Lily you must I've beat you in fight. Lily Belair, oh, old Uncle Sam. Everything that I always have been in the right. Lily, Lily, Larry, oh, 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 rather severe.
1: And it's through the It struck him in the
0: back and killed him.
3: Found them all shaken, as was natural. The squire was sitting down, as white as a sheet, thinking of the harm he had led us to, the good soul, and one of the six forecastle hands was little better. I told my plan to the captain, and between us we settled on the details of its accomplishment. We put old Redruth in the galley between the captain and the forecastle, with three or four loaded muskets and a mattress for protection. Hunter brought the boat around under the stern port. And Joyce and I set to work loading her with powder tins, muskets, bags of biscuits, kegs of pork, a cask of cognac, and my invaluable medicine chest. In the meantime, the squire and the captain stayed on deck, and the latter hailed the coxswain, who was the principal man aboard. By this time, tumbling things in as they came, we had the jolly boat loaded as much as we dared. Joyce and I got out through the stern port, and we made for shore again as fast as oars could take us. This second trip fairly aroused the watchers along shore. Lily Bolero was dropped again, and just before we lost sight of them behind the little point, one of them whipped ashore and disappeared. I had half a mind to change my plan and destroy their boats, but I feared that Silver and the others might be close at hand and all might very well be lost by trying for too much. We'd soon touch land in the same place as before and set to provision the blockhouse. All three made the first journey heavily laden and tossed our shores over the palisade. Then, leaving Joyce to guard them, one man to be sure, but with half a dozen muskets, Hunter and I returned to the jelly boat and loaded ourselves once more. So we proceeded, without pausing to take breath, till the whole cargo was bestowed. When the two servants took up their position in the blockhouse, and I, with all my power, sculled back to the Hispaniola. That we should have risked a second boatload seems more daring than it really was. They had the advantage of numbers, of course, but we had the advantage of arms. Not one of the men ashore had a musket, and before they could get within range for pistol shooting, We flattered ourselves that we should be able to give a good account of half a dozen at least. The squire was waiting for me at the stern window, all his faintness gone from him. He caught the painter and made it fast, and we fell to loading the boat for our very lives. Pork, powder and biscuit was the cargo, with only a musket and a cutlass apiece for the squire and me and Redruth and the captain. The rest of the arms and powder we dropped overboard in two fathoms and a half of water so that we could see the bright steel shining far below us in the sun on the clean, sandy bottom. By this time the tide was beginning to ebb, and the ship was swinging round to her anchor. Voices were heard faintly hallowing in the direction of the two gigs, Instantly, and though this reassured us for Joyce and Hunter, and who were well to the again. eastward, With what speed it warned our party to be off.
6: Manage. To the more open retreated the from his
3: place in the galley and dropped into the boat
6: as i did so
3: which we I then brought round to the ship's counter to be handy for captain smollett
6: and his comrades there and was a pause
3: there was a sudden scuffle, a sound of blows, and out burst as Abraham Grey with I a knife cut the thicket, on the side of the cheek, and came running to the captain like before. a dog to the whistle. And, as I ran and the next the moment, he and the captain had dropped aboard of us, me. and we had shoved we off and given into way. Into kind of we were clear out of the ship, but not yet ashore in our stockade.
6: Indeed, could anyone be more entirely lost than I? Oh, Brother T, does hear the decree, li li bo le la We are to have a new deputy, li-li-bo-le-ro-bo-la-na-la. na la li 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 la na la li li la When gyms
5: excursion- voices- have a bigot... And oh, more of an son, live, a on, French land land live with masses and Frenchmen the land would the and Protestant boys the for English liberty stopped. drew and showed with the orange the banner of blue. And very well their might can tell who first in the ranks did the orange display. The boy had no shires and Akram, no flyers, and Protestant boys still carried their
6: day. And we shall have commissions galore.
4: And I way <speaking in Spanish> one little thing more. When James has a bigger than my name. And everyone that to, to us. <speaking> in Rolero. <Spanish> you
6: with my
1: the Boys for Liberty Drew, They yeah, we'll we showed with the orange the banner of blue.
6: And very well, well them no, well, the 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 I, mean, I can tell. The first in their sixth in the orange display. Christ is here. The four national as an orange pliers, and Protestant oh, boys still Never carried the day. Na na na. blood. There was an old prophecy found in a book.
4: Welcome so to oh, that mud is old
6: James is the dog, Sam. and I can't see the, side the hill, well, abovely, I saw something leap behind the trunk
0: of a tree. It seemed dark and shaggy. I turned and began to run.
2: I didn't know it. I did I did not the Stop They themselves No.
1: Larry, Dr. Larry.
2: It's all for vision, guys. You might happen to have a piece of cheese about you now. No? Well, then a night I've dreamed of cheese. toasty, toasty, and woke up again, and here I was.
0: and held out his clasped hands and shut oh! oh, oh. ah, i,
2: I <noise> <monarchals> you of <autres> Again, and here I was. What you call yourself is, yes, 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 Where are you, if you
5: When treason was rampant and traitors were strong, and law was defied by a vile rebel throng. When thousands were banded, the throne to cast down, the Protestants rallied and stood by the crown. And oft in fight, by day and night, they countered the rebels in many a fray. Where, Where red, red pikes were bristling and bullets were whistling, whistling the Protestant boys still the carried the day.
6: <laughs> when thousands were banded, thrown the throne to cast down, the Protestants rallied and stood by the shroud. Slavery
4: is <laughs> a course.
6: bristling there, and bullets were whistling and the Protestant boys still had.
2: There's paddle there's a middle with my own hands he takes it paddles out finds the squire and tells him that Ben Gunn puts each side more confidence each side by then gentleman born then gentleman of fortune and then you nips him on the cheek that does it why and then you tells him that Ben Gunn will meet him on this hill just to come alone with a white thing in his ass upon my word I don't know what you're talking about but, but I'll tell the squire doctor everything that she said Please, move, Charlie. Move, Charlie.
3: different from any of the others. In the first place, the little galley-pot of a boat that we were in was gravely overloaded. Five grown men, and three of them, Trelawney, Redruth, and the captain, over six feet high, was already more than she was meant to carry. Add to that the powder, pork, and bread bags. The gunwale was lipping astern. Several times we shipped a little water, and my breeches and the tails of my coat were all soaking wet, The captain made us trim the boat, and we got her to lie a little more evenly. All the same, we were afraid to breathe. Even the ripples were a danger to our overloaded craft, but the worst of it was that we were swept out of our true course and away from our proper landing place behind the point. If we let the current have its way, we should come ashore beside the gigs where the pirates might appear at any moment. We had entirely forgotten the long nine and there, to our horror, were the five rogues busy about her. Not only that, but it flashed into my mind at the same moment that the round shot and the powder for the gun had been left behind, and a stroke with an axe would put it all into the possession of the evil ones aboard. At any risk, we put the boat's head direct for the landing place. By this time, we had got so far out of the run of the current that we kept steerage away, even at our necessarily gentle rate of rowing, and I could keep her steady for the goal. But the worst of it was that with the course I now held, we turned our broadside instead of our stern to the Hispaniola and offered a target like a barn door. I could hear as well as see that brandy-faced rascal Israel Hands plumping down a round shot on the deck. Trelawney was as cool as steel. He looked to the priming of his gun. The squire raised his gun, the rowing ceased, and we leaned over to the other side to keep the balance and all were so nicely contrived that we did not ship a drop. They had the gun by this time, slewed round upon the swivel, and Hams, who was at the muzzle with the rammer, was in consequence the most exposed. However, we had no luck. for just as Trelawney fired and down he stooped, the bull whistled over him, and it was one of the other four who fell. The cry he gave was echoed not only by his companions on board, but by a great number of voices from the shore. And looking in that direction, I saw the other pirates trooping out from among the trees and tumbling into their places in the boats. The ebb tide which had so cruelly delayed us is now making reparation and delaying our assailants. The one source of danger was the gun. But it was plain that they meant nothing should delay their shot. They had never so much as looked at their fallen comrade, though he was not dead, and I could see him trying to crawl away. The report fell in at the same instant of time. This was the first that Jim heard, the sound of the squire's shot not having reached him. Where the ball passed, not one of us precisely knew, but I fancy it must have been over our heads, and that the wind of it may have contributed to our disaster at any rate. A boat sank by the stir, quite gently, in three feet of water, still leaving the to captain to and myself facing all each other on our All the echoes of the island the awoke other three and took bellowed complete to the thunder of a cannon, and, and, and
6: I began to run so towards, towards the
3: no anchor. My, my no terror was all lost, and we could wade ashore show of a signal, the there were all our stores at the bottom, goat skins and to make things worse, only two guns out of five remained in a as I ran. To
6: add
3: to our concern, we heard voices already drawing. In the, woods along the cannon
6: floor, shot was and we followed by the danger, danger
3: of being cut off from our in our half-troubled state, and the Another fear before pose. us whether, if Hunter and Joyce and were then, attacked by half not a, a quarter dozen, of a mile they in would have the sense you. and the common sense to I beheld to stand the Union
6: further. Jack flutter in the air.
3: in our minds, we waded ashore as fast as we could, leaving behind us the poor jolly boat and a good half of all our powder and (coughs) provisions. (laughs)
2: <laughs> come on, boys, Get your old train. He's on. You've got to be in this boat. Stop it. Stop it. we Walker, swamped, lad. Hold your musket. Help. They're coming. You're safe. Come on. Lad. Abandon that boat. Get them man to come coming, bro. Can I make it to the duck Hey, okay. come on, lad. Head aboard. Relay that. Relay that, you swamp. They'll shoot you down like a lot of gold. Get to those dicks and get back to that ship. Come on!
0: Okay. There's some heavy running through the woods. The shooting's getting louder. Somebody was walking, I saw spinning, it up a There was a roll nearby. Hey there! Hey! Don't shoot, it's me! Who's me? Me! Jim Hawkins!
2: It's Jim! Jim! me!
1: Hey!
3: Speed across the strip of wood that now divided us from the stockade, and at every step we took, the voices of the buccaneers rang nearer. I began to see that we should have a brush for it in earnest, and looked to my priming. At the same time, observing Grey to be unarmed, I handed him my cutlass. It did all our hearts good to see him spit in his hand, knit his brows, and made the blade sing through. Almost at the same time, seven mutineers, Job Anderson, the boatswain, at their head, appeared in full cry at the southwestern corner. They paused as if taken aback, and before they recovered, not only the squire and I, but Hunter and Joyce from the blockhouse had time to fire. The four shots came in rather a scattering volley, but they did the business. One of the enemy actually fell, and the rest without hesitation turned and plunged into the after reloading, we walked down the outside of the palisade to see to the fallen enemy. He was stone dead, shot through the heart. We began to rejoice over our good success, when just at that moment a pistol cracked in the bush. The ball whistled close past my ear, and poor Tom Redruth stumbled and fell his length upon the ground. Both the squire and I returned the shot, but as we had nothing to aim at, it is probable we only wasted powder. Then we reloaded and turned our attention to poor Tom. The captain and grey were already examining him, and I saw with half an eye that it was all over. The squire dropped down beside him on his knees and kissed his hand, crying like a child. After a little while of silence, he said he thought somebody might read a prayer. It's the custom, sir, he added apologetically. And not long after, without another word, observed to be wonderfully swollen about the chest and pockets had turned out a great many various stores. The British colours, a bible, a coil of stoutish rope, pen, ink, the logbook and pounds of tobacco. He'd found a longish fir tree lying felled and trimmed in the enclosure and with the help of Hunter he had set it up at the corner of the log house where the trunks crossed and made an angle. Then climbing on the roof he had with his own hand bent and run up the colours. This seemed mightily to relieve him. He re-entered the log house and set about counting up the stores as if nothing else existed. But he had an eye on Tom's passage for all that. And as soon as it was all over, came forward with another flag and reverently spread it on the body. The captain sat down to his log and here is the beginning of the entry. Alexander Smollett, master.
6: Here David Livingston, interrupted ship's by doctor. a loud report.
3: Abraham Gray, Carpenter's mate.
6: John owner. John
3: Hunter to and to Richard Joyce, owner's servants, each of us
6: being all taken that is left faithful to the
3: ship's direction. company, with stores for ten days of short a good rations hour to come,
1: came ashore, ashore this
3: day and flew British colours on the log house in Treasure Island.
6: Thomas Redrin,
3: owner, servant, landsman, shot All by these means. So me James those Hawkins, cabin boy. Missiles. And at the same time, I was wondering if there came another red flash on the
6: line right of And I ran to the door
3: in time to see Jim Hawkins, safe and sound, come climbing the over the stockade.
6: It was the last of the cannonade.
3: If and still does the term, fame of their glory remain, unclouded by aid and undimmed
6: by a stain.
4: Lily and ever and ever their cause will uphold, the cause of the Uncle true and the trusted Sam. and bold. And scorn to yield or quit the field,
6: while over our heads the old President, colours shall play, and traitors Lily shall tremble Mulero, whenever we assemble.
4: The proudest boys shall Sam. carry the day. Laro, Laro, take your sombrero, off to your swamps, mm-hmm. says old Uncle Sam. Oh, brother T, does he look oh, cool? Laro Laro, 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 Laro,
6: we are too Billy lily lily and Oh, by my soul, it is a talbot, Lily bull and a la. you will cut every Englishman's throat, Lily a bull lily lily, lily Dear cano, is come Lily and we shall have commissions. Lily 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 Bolanala, and he will be turned unto a
5: another... Still does lili the fame of their bolero, glory lir. remain. Unclouded by age and undimmed by stain And ever and ever their cause will uphold The cause of the true and the trusted and bold And scorn to yield or quit the field While over our heads the old colors shall play And traitors shall tremble whene'er we assemble For Protestant boys shall carry the day
6: was prophecy found in a Lili Bullanala, ruled by an ass and
2: a dog. Dr. Livesey, and the rest of the gentlemen having asked me to write down the whole
3: particulars Bogcella. of our treasure island, from the beginning to the end, keeping nothing Bogcella. back, but the bearings of the island, and that only because there is treasure not yet lived
4: in. I take up my pen in the year of grace 1783,
2: go back to that time 19 years ago, when my father kept the Admiral men. Go oh, in, yeah. the brown old
1: demon with a table cut. Let
6: the judge battle the I was 14. I remember it.